You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Summer School Electronics. Summer School Electronics is a pedal company from Syracuse, New York, making incredible stuff. There are a few summer school devices knocking around the shred shed, and I can tell you from personal experience, they sound great, they hold up, and Mark is a super cool dude. The first pedal I saw from them was the Science Fair, which is a parallel classic drive and distortion. And now they've released a new parallel concept called the Class Reunion. The Class Reunion takes a 90s muff style circuit and combines it with their Trash Panda, which is like a soft clipping, high gain, amp in a box style circuit. And it is a super, super versatile combination with all kinds of clipping options, parallel blending. It's really, really rad, a really cool idea, and I think you should check it out. So go over to summerschoolelectronics.com. That's summerschoolelectronics.com and check them out today. Hey there, good people of the internet. Let me tell you about something. I would like to tell you about Gun Street Wiring Shop. They are a small shop located in Bend, Oregon, one of my favorite places on the planet. And I just barely, just a little bit ago, finished an install of their Treble Bleed kit in my early 2000s Les Paul special. And I've never done this before. I was definitely... Definitely a noob, and still am a noob, but I'm also much more comfortable after having gone through the process. Everything was laid out very nicely, so even a buffoon like me could have a pretty straightforward and smooth install. And if you have any problems, just just email them directly, and they will help you through any sort of trouble you might be having with your wiring harness install. They do really, really nice work. Everything was really presented well, and Sean is a great guy. I don't know what else I can say about it. GunStreetWiringShop.com for all of your guitar wiring needs. We are also brought to you by the fantastic folks over at Sinusoid. Sinusoid Custom Cables, or as they call it, Pro Audio Couture. I don't even think that I'm legally allowed to say that. I don't think I'm a fancy enough guy to be able to say couture, but I just did, because that's what it says on their stuff. But anyhow, let's talk about TechFlex. You know what TechFlex is, right? It's that plastic sort of netting that you can get on uh, on your cable. It protects it from the rigors of the road. It looks great. It just it's a wonderful addition and they've got it in all kinds of colors. They got it in all the colors, basically. Maybe there's a new color, a color we haven't seen before. Wouldn't that blow your mind? We've actually talked about that before with some other guys. Anyway, Go to sinusoid.com. If you don't see what you need, don't hesitate to get in touch with them because they can probably make it for you. So that's sinusoid.com. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the tonemob.com podcast, the show about guitar tone and the people behind it. I'm your host, Blake Wyland, and with me again, I have returning one of my favoriteest East Coast dwelling, or just just people in general, builders, Mr. Ryan Ratajski from Fuzzrocious Pedals. How you doing, sir? What's up, homie? 
Hi, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I truly don't really have anything to complain about, but I'm sure I'll complain about a few things during the podcast. Uh, but no, everything's good. Everything's uh, everything's kind of a okay. Kind of a okay. I know that. How feeling. are you, how are you? Mm, me? Um. Wow. No one ever asked me about me. I'm so flustered. Uh. No. I'm I'm grand. Things are uh, things are going swell over here. You know. Getting caught up on some casting, getting caught up on various projects and things, and yeah, digging trenches, wrenching on cars. It's a whole, uh, it's a whole thing over here. It's a whole package deal. It's wonderful. Well, you didn't even mention putting out fires now, since you've uh, you've transitioned over to full time tone mob everything. Is it a consortium? Like, what's is it an umbrella company that that you guys are? Uh... Our mark with your marketing group, like what? What's is it? Is it under a different name? It's um, it's Umbrella Incorporated. I don't know if that gets weird for anybody. Um, <laughs> what if it's actually Umbrella Incorporated? Yeah, we're yeah, we're Umbrella Incorporated. I don't know if that is okay to talk about or not, but that's what we went with. Seemed seemed you know seemed like a logical step to make. Um, it's 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 transparent. It's it's your typical tube screamer of a company. It definitely is. No, I mean, yeah, we run uh, we run everything through the Tone Mob LLC entity as far as, uh, you know, sending out invoices and, and whatnot is concerned. It seems to just make sense. Um, thought about forming a different a different thing altogether for it, but it didn't really seem necessary uh, for the yeah. not at least not at the level we're we're doing it currently. So we'll see where it leads. But yeah. There, you mentioned fires. There's always there's always fires to put out, as you know, when you start to mm-hmm. start doing that. But yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a really as we've talked about it a couple times, but it's it's been a really weird change for me, you know, who's worked for somebody else since he was 16 years old. So I'm I'm getting through it though. I'm not complaining. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, man. I mean, here I am, like you know, almost three and a half years in after quitting teaching, and it's, you know, it's still, it's still weird. It's definitely still odd to like not have to answer to anyone besides myself and the government. Um, you know, it, it's yeah, it, it's it's still it's still it's an odd transition when you when you've been working for someone since you were like a young teenager. Um, and then you make your own rules and then you start and even those rules start changing, especially because you don't work alone. You've also got other people that you work with. So, um, in your company. So that's, that's also different too. It is. And, and it's a, it's a good kind of different so far. It's just, you know, I think you and I are wired kind of similarly, um, in that, you know, we probably, I know, I know, based on talking to you and maybe some of the newer listeners missed that one but you know we kind of both started as artists first musician type people and that seems to be the story with 99.9% of the the industry it's they start as a musician and kind of transition into doing other things and then um it it's a uh, and it attracts a certain type of person which is good cuz it usually attracts cool chill people but it also doesn't attract, um, doesn't generally attract, at least in this industry, like business mindset type people, which yeah, not not too much. It's I mean it's 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 funny. I, I look at um, I look at a company like Dwarfcraft, and you've got you have Ben and Louise Hins, and 
you know, you've got Ben who's like your beautiful dreamer and, uh, you know, he's the <laughs> artist and he's, he's, he's got like all these like schemes and ideas of like what to do with the circuit and what's coming up next or whatever. And then you've got Louise who, you know, keeps, keeps Ben in check. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, she's, she's making sure that literally everything is running, you know, on the business side of things that like, you know, all the releases are up and, and, you know, and the apps, you're not the apps and the site is working and, you know, credit card processing is working and orders are coming. Like, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's mo- most of the people in this, in this industry. And I mean, and, and Louise plays music too. So that, that's even, that doesn't even buck that trend either. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty hard for people who are at, the the people who like exhibit at Nam kind of level um, in the industry, yeah, it's pretty much musicians first. And and I think it um, it, it it's another thing too, because like if it was a strictly if it was strictly a business move, a business type guy would probably go, what? No, that's not the industry I want to go into. <laughs> you know, like if that's all. Uh, they were, well, if that, if that's we, all. They we, were we both know this, that that there's people who, who jump in this industry now who are not for the music industry. So, uh, well, I, uh, I I wonder if we'll see actually more of that. Um, you know, seeing that if somebody who can look at at the metrics of what it of what it takes to to have a successful you know gear industry and now like where digital pro pro like dsp is 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 heading right now that you if you can hire somebody who's great at at dsp and that's their only job and your only job is just to keep the boat you know keep the boat afloat i don't know i i I do i wonder if we'll see a little bit more of that i I hope not but i think i think we might at a higher level um than you know starting from soldering in your garage you know what i mean i think Mm-hmm. I think the guy that starts soldering in his garage is, is always going to have came at it from a musical standpoint first, most likely. I I can't I can't see another world in which that happens. Um, but, you know, maybe some of the higher level companies, uh, they do kind of run the way you're talking. I, I just can't see anybody starting from zero that didn't have musical interests. I could be wrong, though. There's plenty of like Leo Fender didn't play guitar famously, so there's that. True. Or you got, but you even got like you know Tom Kogut at, at Tomcat who starts out as the drummer, but like, dude can make some wicked, <laughs> wicked bass and guitar and key effects. So that's you got, true. Yeah, it's yeah, but 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 still, still starting from the musician standpoint, so it still falls into our uh, our schema. M- musician, and he was like an you know was slash is an artist type person first you know he went to school that's what he went to school for that's what he worked on that's where he like learned electronics was doing all those massive electronic art installations so like i think there it still still stems from that but i don't know i could be wrong i'm just theorizing just blowing blowing hard over here which is what i do most of the day just spout my opinion Yeah, real quick let me let me just let me sidestep back to tom um please do ran into tom at at the delhi stomp box exhibit last weekend um he was wearing the cutest uh jumper his his girlfriend is is designing him jumpers so he's straight up wearing like uniform jumpers every day He's, 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 he said he's cur- he currently has four of them, so he can get through most of the week, you know, uh, but he's got to do laundry again. And he's like, it's the most, like, comfortable, most functional thing for just, like, 
living your life. You know, pockets are like all in this one thing. You just take this one thing on and off. It's pretty ingenious. Well, so I don't know. I haven't seen exactly what um, what he's rocking uh, these days. I do know that when my wife and I met him at Fear the Rift last year, and we talked for a little while, she got you and him mixed up momentarily because, you know, I'm always spouting names. I'm like, oh, I was talking to Ryan. I was talking to Tom or I was talking. She's like, which Ryan? You know, wh- who? What? You know, she gets mixed up because she's not actually involved in the day to day. Um, But but she was like, I can't remember if it was Ryan or Tom, the overall guy. <laughs> I'm like, that was Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the overall. They, they both wear glasses. They both have have, you know, non-normal haircuts and they both have tattoo are heavily tattooed. So <laughs> <laughs> overalls, not overalls. Right. Now, exactly. now she can, you can tell her jumper, not a jumper, unless unless I get a, a jumper designed for us too. I mean, it's not out of the question, is it? No, it's definitely not out of the question. That's for sure. <laughs> so So what are you wearing right now, babe? You know what I'm wearing. Come on, man. Like everyone knows what I wear. Shorts, t-shirt. Bam. Rock and roll. All year. Hat. Uh, only not wearing a hat just because I have big these big headphones on and they're not super comfy with a hat. But I will have a hat as soon as we're done recording. So great. Cool. Good un- to know. Unlike normal though, because I just wanted to slide out to the shred shed real quick and 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 you know, be be in comfort. I'm actually wearing something that I kind of hate wearing unless I'm not doing anything and no one's going to see me, which would be some Ocean Pacific flip-flops from like 2002. I I sl- Oh, I thought you were going to say Crocs. No, no, I I can't I don't, I don't see myself ever making that jump. I feel I feel just as much uh, shame about these as I do about Crocs. But you know, I understand the Croc appeal. They're comfy. They're squishy. They're breathable, much like these flippy floppies. So, not my usual footwear, but they're they're my. Uh, oh, gotta get going. Run out there real quick because they're just sitting there in the garage. And yeah, I've had the same one since since I was like thirteen or something. Makes sense. This is the fashion podcast, as everyone knows. Uh, we talk extensively about the latest trends and, you know, designer jumpers and all that good stuff. I did have one more yeah, note yeah, on the ju- jumpers. jumpers are in. Yeah, I got a note about yeah. jumpers for me. Um, I wore coveralls for most of my my former career. So mm-hmm. a jumper's basically the same thing, in, in my opinion. And I, I can't see myself ever wanting to go back to that unless I'm like wrenching on a car that's just me though i don't know what do you think have you, have you rocked the jumper before or coveralls <laughs> or anything like it not since not, not since i was i was a babe although uh in in middle school was um for seventh grade was right after uh crisscross became a thing oh yeah. so i definitely had i definitely had a uh you know like your like your fake like oshkosh bagosh uh uh what are those things? Overalls, and definitely wore them. You know, like one, one, one side <laughs> down, like one, one shoulder strap down, or and or backwards. So, um, but yeah, middle school probably the last time I, I wore anything of of that nature. I love it. I was no, I was naughty by nature, actually. You were. I was gonna. Oh man, we're on the same wavelength. That's where I was going with it too. Ooh. <laughs> Dad jokes. Oh, they're so wonderful. 
Uh, speaking of dad jokes, it was just Father's Day. Did you uh, do anything uh, wonderful and celebrate that, that fine day that is Daddy-O Day? Dog, I got muscles, man. Uh, it's it's in every – it's pretty – we try to do it every – Every Father's Day, because uh, you just you know, like you want to have like that one thing that you really want to eat, um, and there's a really nice uh, muscle place called Belgian Cafe, um, and they also do fancy schmancy beers, um, but they do a bunch of different types of flavorful muscles uh, there, and that's kind of my thing. So uh, I go and eat like two big old bowls of fancy schmancy mussels, um, and the kids actually ate mussels with me this year, which was like. A big deal. So, uh, for those that don't know, we we got we have two kids. Um, they're seven and ten, and uh, it's as people with children typically know, it's not exactly easy to get them to eat food that looks not quote unquote normal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so this year they, they actually got down with like with mussels that had like jalapeno and garlic, and yeah, it was very nice. So how was yours? That sounds absolutely fantastic. By the way. I love mussels, mm-hmm. and I don't even get to have that good, that good, good East Coast style stuff that you got. But I do love mussels, so that sounds 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 awesome. My Father's Day was is going to be kind of uh, extended out into the week a little bit, which is not on purpose because I don't usually like the. It's my birthday week. It's my you know whatever week. Because like no, you got the day. Mm-hmm. Just call it good. But ours. Thank got... you. You're right. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Ours got a little bit uh, interrupted because um, of weather, but it was good. We went to a local Scottish uh, pub place that I, I haven't been to in a while but love, and they were serving um, a special of – they, they specialize in, like, cod fish and chips normally. They had a sea bass fish and chips. And Yo. It was huge. It was enormous, like – I don't know how big these fillets were. Probably almost a foot across. They were just they were giant. And uh so that wow. was that was delightful. Um but we did that and then it was nap time for the little guy and so I went and did a little little target shooting which I hadn't got to do in a very long time. And, nice. And um then uh, we were going to go fishing, but that's where we got rained out. So we're trying to schedule in a quick little trip to the kitty fishing pond at some point this week just to, just to make up for that lost day. But it was overall it was quite pleasant. Nice. I mean, dude, your son's not going to know that it's like not really Father's Day or whatever. He'll just be stoked to go do that. So it's yeah. nice. Well, it, it was really bizarre because we were like, okay, we'll go out the last hour that place is open and – you know that'll work good with his nap and whatever. And we we rolled out there, and it literally it started raining. And we checked the phone, and it was gonna rain for just those that that window that we had designated to go there. That's when it rained, and not Woof. really any other time. It just stopped after that, but the place was closed. So, say la vie. Yeah, if you would have gone an hour earlier, the fish would have been biting. They would have, they would have, and he would have been cranky because he would have been up an hour earlier than he needs to be. Which creatures of habit, man. This is the Dad Talk podcast. We also talk fashion yeah. and we talk parenting. Fashion, food, parenting, all the Fs. All of it. We also talk about guitar pedals sometimes, since that's what you do. Do you? Uh, Yo, you, you like guitar pedals? Do you do do that occasionally? I'm uh, I'm 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 pretty keen on it. Um, dude, like since the last time we talked, we've done like 
a bunch of things. God, how was it? Two years ago that we talked last. Two years ago that we podcasted. I, I think. I think that's. I mean, that was anomalies. Time. So that would have that was anomalies time. So that would have been before our first winter nam. So yeah, yeah, you're talking over two years ago, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, we've done, we've done a few things since then. It's so um, crazy to think about. Wow. I just need to, yeah. I need to back backpedal just a little bit just to to frame where I was recording with you two years ago. I was standing yeah. in a lab. Um, that job was really was really weird. A lot of the times, um, you were watching things do stuff like watching machines work, but you didn't actually have to do the do you know physical things yeah. on them for a while, but you had to make sure they continued to run and you had to fix them if they broke in the middle of the process and blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, this thing's going to be running for an hour and a half. Uh, and I scheduled my day because we had already talked about podcasting. I'd like scheduled my day so I knew that I was going to be working with that machine while we were podcasting. Yeah. And I think the train was going by. So I was like standing in this weird kind of fuel laboratory uh in, again, in coveralls uh, and uh, <laughs> recording a podcast with you. The times have changed. Yeah. Not that any I'm of that still in matters. the same room. Yeah, you're. St- yeah, you're still in the same the same place. Same place, same room. Well, same clothes, probably. Same exact clothes, unwashed. Probably. Good. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. It was just a weird. It was a weird trip for me mentally for a second. Yeah. No. Long long story short is that we've done. God, so at that time we had done anomalies, and then feed me was like right at the same time after that, and we did. I don't know if we had done Bong Ripper by that point. That no. collaboration with 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 the, with the Bong Rippers. Um, I don't think so. We hadn't done collaborations with with uh, Dwarfcraft or. Maybe not even MXR was announced at that point. I can't remember. No, that was announced the year before. I was going to say, um, yeah, that that yeah. was already a thing. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been uh, been kind of busy. Um, some things have been awesome. Some things have have not been as awesome uh, pedal wise. But things that are are rad. I mean, like things that that have done well is is that uh th- those collaborations, like the the Bong Ripper collaboration, our our Defeater collaborations, um. We, you know, just doing some small batch stuff, uh, like that, the 420 fuzz. Um, yeah, it's, it's, we, we, we've been pretty busy. Like I said, I, I haven't, while I haven't gone back to work, Shannon has gone back to work. We had both quit, uh, teaching she, her in 2015, me in 2000, or no, she was 2014, I was 2015. Um, she has since gone back to work. Um, she missed, she, you know, she missed working with her, her preschoolers. Um, miss that 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 big interaction and like really really getting back to teaching was was a positive and just monetarily uh benefits you're talking like 1800 bucks a month just for for benefits mm-hmm. uh not including like your doctor's visits and stuff so uh it's kind of a great thing that she's gone back to work um and people are cool with with you know waiting you know around eight weeks or so to, to get something painted by her so um yeah life is good man that's good times. I mean, she knows. Oh, excuse me. The 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 frog was trying to come out of my throat. Um, yeah. I mean that that can be a good situation, you know, especially if it's something that she missed and wanted to do. You know, you don't. You know, I I've 
been talking to some people and it's it's weird how we tend to view things as like this permanent thing like oh i'm you know i'm quitting my job to do this or i'm um you know i'm going to go to this job and stay there for a billion years it's not it doesn't have to be that permanent you know it doesn't have to be no. um it it i mean it was like this big weird scary leap but then i you know i kind of thought about it and it was like well i've been you know i can go back to work like if i have to yeah. i don't want to you can always go work somewhere else like <laughs> there there there's always going to be if you, if you don't try the thing that that you really want to do then why like why bother like you're going to be miserable at this other job and you're just going to be worrying about or thinking about like well, if I if I took more time to do to you know to, to work with 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 bands and work with and work with uh you know makers and work with other other people in the industry, and I'm I'm really good at talking like I'm talking from your from your standpoint. I'm really good at talking to people and I'm really good at, at what I can do. And like Tone Mob has grown. Well, if I don't get off, if, if I don't, get, it's better get off the pot situation. You can't you can't do both because then you're not giving your your other job. 100%. So, yeah, you can always go back to work and do something else if, if this doesn't work out. And who knows, in five years, you might, you might, someone else might take over your company or you might dissolve the company to go do something else. Like, life isn't permanent, so why should your job be? Exactly. Well, and like when I was thinking of Shannon's perspective, like, I'm sure when she quit her job, she thought that's what she wanted to do, you know? And at the totally. time, at the time it was. And then she tried it for a while and went, oh, no. I actually really miss these things, but you never know until you try. Yeah. That's that's the whole, the you know crux of the situation is you you gotta try things to know, even know, you know where where you want to go, and that's one of the things that I see. I don't know where we're going with this. This is like turning into a whole other thing, but that's fine. Um, I see like you know all this pressure put on kids to go to school or get into a trade or whatever they're, they're going to do. And I think they do need to find a way to support themselves as soon as they can. But I mm -hmm. always think that a good, at least, you know, now that I've kind of changed my views on some of this stuff is to try a bunch of stuff, you know, try a bunch of things. Yeah. Cause, cause you never know what's going to click with you. And if you can possibly, I mean, you got to pay the bills, but if you can possibly find something that makes you not just, dread waking up i mean that's the best you know and yeah i mean it's not always for, possible but it's it's a goal to strive for i think you know and if you don't have goals then yeah but by a show of hands for all for all the tonemob.com listeners how many of you went to college graduated have a degree maybe even have a master's degree and are working in the field that you chose to do when you started college oh not even half of you. Cool. Like, no, it's yeah. College is not for everybody. Uh, trade school is not for everybody. Uh, maybe working is not for some people or, you know, working in a traditional sense. I mean, most of us in, in, in our industry are not working in a traditional sense anyway. So I think it's more, it's especially now, um, it's just find that delicate balance between helping somebody find the thing that they want, that they want to do in the, in, for the next few years versus um coddling them and babying them and them not actually doing something with their lives and like sponging off their off their parents or caregivers or or brothers and sisters or whatever so i don't know whatever dude with that said let's let's talk about gear <laughs> i can't i'm for too... whoever whoever's still listening <laughs> 
I think people have listened to this show for long enough to realize that the the gear is a is a centering point, but it it rarely uh, is the what do we want to call it? it it's the it's the central focus, but it rarely is the actual topic of conversation because at some point you can only discuss clipping diodes so many times, and uh, you know it's a uh, you know I it's it's about. Uh, the people behind it is the tagline was the tagline yes. for a reason because i think i think getting to the meat and potatoes of how you think about things is interesting although you might not even know why it would be interesting to somebody the people who care about the gear enough to tune in you know for an hour plus to listen to a gear podcast generally want to know like who am i buying from who's this guy how does he view right. you know what lens is he viewing things from and it's a uh, it's it's something i realized i cared about and i i think you know like i said discussing the merits of true bypass versus buffered only goes so far for so many people yep yeah i don't know what i was trying to say with that but i said it and i can't take it back because oh, the- I, I tried to i tried to to, to stop us talking about <laughs> about uh before we start getting into politics <laughs> um <laughs> life and politics i don't really like to get you know too heavy into that stuff because it is such a dirty muddy mucky place but i think you know if you feel like you've learned something important through the process of running your business or or doing what you're doing i think it's important to to let people know what your thoughts are you know um i don't think it's a bad thing agreed um so Anyway, guitar pedals and stuff. What if uh, sure. last time we were talking, you were? Are you still primarily a bassist? Are you? What it? What is? What has happened in the musical instrument category for Ryan since we last recorded? Oh, so uh, this is a bummer. I have like zero time to play in a band, man. Um, I was I was re- recording I was I don't know if I was I might have been doing Plutonian at that time which was the, the two piece that I was in um drummer quit so I was left alone I was like cool I'm going to like do program drums and I'm going to do sort of like like I love like the way like the the program drums and stuff sound on like Denali kind of stuff I'm like I'm going to just keep making like bummer jams and like keep them spacey and heavy and i'll just i'll program out these drums well it turns out that doing that is a very time consuming process so you're trying to record guitar and bass and vocals and you're trying to to program drums in and you're cutting and pasting stuff it's ridiculous uh and frankly it takes away from like time to like spend time with my wife or do things with the kids or run them around or sacrifice time for fuzz to like get things done um so i can just like record a song and i'm like yeah that just it just while while i'm passionate about it 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 has to step aside so i can can get everything else in my life done and like kind of be happy um or try to be as a happier person um so i i honestly i haven't been playing music at all we we tried to get our old band caval back together and uh it kind of just fell flat on it on its on its face like it just 
the spark wasn't there. And I think because we, we grew apart as musicians over like two and a half, three years. Um, so like the kind of songs that I want to write maybe aren't the songs that, that, uh, our guitarist James was writing and the drummer we hadn't played with in, I don't know, five years or something. So yeah, you know, people changed and it just didn't have that, that spark that, that made it special before. So we, we just kind of let that fizzle and I haven't really done much since, but what I will say is that f- when I'm screwing around on like testing pedals out or like, oh, look, a quick riff just happens to pop in my head. Um, I kind of tend to pick up the baritone or, or the bass six more than the bass or like a standard guitar. Um, there's just, there's something really, really fun and interesting about playing a bass six because you can still you can still get all the high meatly meatly stuff as, as high as it'll go but then you have almost bassy plinky plucky stuff um and for me personally it just it feels better to play on some thicker strings so um that's kind of where i'm at but in terms of like when it's time to you know test a pedal and make a pedal i still test it on all platforms but i have to start with bass first to make sure that it has low end retention or you know maybe if it's if it's like low mids emphasized can i hear past that 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 bump in the low mids and say are well am i are we actually losing bass or is the bass still there but the low mids are 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 super hot um and then I can move out to guitar. So, you know, start with bass, move out to guitar, find the heavy medium, and then test it through with, you know, test it through with the bass six and a, and a baritone and, and go from there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to please everybody. Um, but I still definitely, I still definitely get the rap and people are like, Oh, these are just bass effects. I'm like, no. And like, oh, they're, oh, so these are all fuzzes. No, like three of them are fuzzes. The other nine are not. um so still still working on that so yeah yeah uh the roundabout thing is uh, i'm I'm still i'm still a bassist at heart but man i i love some basics i that's actually an instrument that i really i really don't have much experience with the basics other than picking one up in you know a store and playing with it for a little bit um the ones I played weren't set up great, so I kind of like eh, I'm not in the market for this right now, and I kind of put them down. But I really, yeah. really see the appeal, especially now having been playing baritone a lot lately. Um, and I've just been I really like baritone guitar. I never really thought that would be a thing that I cared about, but I I love it. It's well, so fun. I, come on, how how have you not before like last year like been like the baritone guy for a dude who loves thrice as much as you do? I, well, that's a good question. I think the answer to that is because I would take my standard tuned guitars and just tune them down, which was obviously much less than optimal. Um, but for, uh, yeah, floppy strings, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I'm, which is strangely enough, I'm staring directly at a guitar I used to do that with all the time that it's, uh, my Tele Custom, um, it was it was played awful when you would do that, but somehow the sloppiness of the of the strings and the this the way those pickups are it sounded amazing when it was dropped like that. Um, but I play it in standard too often to like get a heavier set of strings and set it up that way um, permanently. Sure. But it did sound great. But yeah, since I got the millimetric, it's been a it's been a game changer. I can have a dedicated baritone, and yeah, I often am jamming the thrice licks 
on that. Um, which is, do you do B to B or do you do you do drop drop A? Both. I usually am B to B, but occasionally I'll 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 go to drop A. Um, it's really satisfying, right? It is. It's like yeah, it's great. That's uh, the exact sound it makes. It's a bar. I want you you plug it in. I since since we last recorded and I've talked about it a few times since uh, then I acquired a Sun Beta lead which I'd been wanting for a long time. And when you dime the gain on that and you plug it in into a baritone, it's just like shaking the walls of the. Uh, it's just shaking the entire existence of everything when you when you do that, and it's pretty awesome. I have to say. Um, so speaking of Sun, um, switching over to the band, um, we get we got this uh, private message on Instagram, um, and I, I I strongly dis like I, I love the idea that like people can like contact on there, but I hate it because it just feels so not professional. But uh, we got we got a private private message from like Sun O official or something like that, and I'm like, oh cool, I'm like dudes from sun are interested in in talking to us about pedals or whatever mm-hmm. great and it, the, the text reads like so, something something to the, to the to the effect of um you know would you like to advertise on on our instagram channel um you know you can send us pedals and, and you know we'll 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 uh we'll advertise and you know we have 80,000 you know blah 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 and so i'm kind of looking and i'm like Seems kind of weird. I wouldn't think that the Sun guys would be like <laughs> trying to like get free gear and like why would they be doing advertisements? Okay, maybe they've got like media marketing that someone else is handling this. So I kind of look and I'm looking and it's like oh so uh, with you know with whom am I speaking? He says his name. I you know I go to Wikipedia and I look at like you know members past members or whatever. I'm like yeah, that's not on here. So it's like some dude from like Brazil or something uh, who you know got the got the name tag and is kind of just like reposting like sun stuff or whatever. It was like trying to get, trying to get companies to like advertise with them. I'm like, Oh, I'm not falling for that one. But like, ew, like, and like son of all things, like it's, it's not a huge, a huge market. Like I don't, I don't think of dudes who like sleep and sun and, and things like that to be like, Oh, Instagram is where I live. And I, and I, I'll, 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 <laughs> no, man, you're going to Sunday to watch to watch a band like set up, you know, full stacks and just and just drone. Like it kind of almost doesn't matter what pedals they're using. I I mean I hate to say it, but it's true. Like at that the way that they play and what they play, it's like most of that's coming from their multiple amps. At least as far as I can tell. Uh. Yeah, I don't even know what pedals they use. I don't think most of their am- audience cares. I think their most of the audience cares what amps they're playing because that's like a focal point of their performance. Um, yeah, that's and what brand? What actually? We can talk with Tom, Tom's girlfriend, about if she can make us all uh, um, robes. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where we need to go. You need to, yeah, we need cloaks. Like some sort of ancient cloaks. Thing. There you go. Yeah. yeah, not robes. Cloaks. Yeah, they're cloaks. Like cloak a... core. Wait, you want to start a cloak core band? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's do it. It has to be all like fantasy themed, though, for me. Like we got to go. Uh, I'm out. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be like space elves or something with cloaks. What? No, nothing. Uh, I'm out. 
I'm totally out. This is not going to work. No wonder no one can be in a band with you. You won't embrace others' ideas. Come on. Yeah. I, yeah. If I, if I write a song, I can't change it. It's just it, everything's one way. It's, it's how I want it. All right, John Lennon. Uh, someone definitely. I was. I was. I, I like to do this thing where where I go and I type in like fuzzrocious, awful, fuzzrocious, garbage, fuzzrocious. Like I like to do that to myself. Why um, do you do that? And, and try and try and find all what 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 well, like shit talk people are saying about fuzzrocious. And uh, I I was going on on a YouTube binge and looking at comments because I I typically like to, re, to like reply back to people like if there's like this pedal sucks and I like I like, to, I like to talk to them and say like well. How about how about some positive constructive criticism? Like, what don't you like about the pedal, or what would you like to see in it that would make it better? Because I, I'm always looking to to hear like what people what people genuinely think about something and how I can make that better. Because if enough people say, "Well, I don't like the way it hits this frequency," or like, or it feeds back like this, and I really wish it did this, well then I need to make that change. If enough people are are saying the same thing, but I I was looking at. Uh, comments on on a premiere guitar video uh, of like some of a demo that that they did for us, and oh god, somebody writes. I literally just had a brain fart. Oh no! Everything just flew out of my brain. <laughs> um, somebody wrote talking about negative pre- premiere guitar. What someone wrote something negative. Not 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 the first time or the last time. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to jog it for you. I can't. Oh. I, I don't even know. I said Fuzzrocious awful. Like Fuzzrocious blah blah blah. <laughs> what did we say before that? I mean, I like was it even was it was it really a like he did he was just a negative comment, right? Like this thing sounds terrible. It wasn't I'm assuming with most of these things they're not usually very um detailed or thought out. They're just like this is terrible. Me. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Thank you. Just reminded me. Okay. Okay. So the comment was something to the effect of, um, we, we do all the work and the customer gets none of the benefit. And I was like, is this like some meme that like, I don't, I don't know that like the kids are saying these days or ever. And I'm like, what does that actually mean? I'm like, some, sometimes this stuff like it, like the comments don't make sense. Like I get it. Someone goes on and says like, this sucks. This is terrible. And like whatever, but like when there's like comments that are like veiled like that, I'm like, but what? Do you, but what do you actually mean? Because like we kind of did do do the work. It's like, but maybe it's just maybe maybe you don't get the benefit of it, but we're hoping that someone else does because that's what we're trying to do is is make is make a guitar pedal or a bass pedal, whatever you want to call it, an effect pedal for people that nobody wants to buy. We're just going to do all the hard work <laughs> and put it out there and spend spend thousands of dollars and and do that. Because we don't want anybody to buy it. Like, that makes no sense. Anyway. That is that is bizarre. And I, you know what? Some of the comments like that on... I'm not talking about just your brand. Just across the board, everyone experiences this. It's like... Mm-hmm. I, I'm like... Those don't make any sense. And I don't think people who leave those comments... I don't think they really think about what effect that has on the manufacturer. Because... Guess what? Most of these companies aren't very big, and they really, really do genuinely care about what the customers think about their product because that's how they make their living. Yeah. And so now you're, you're you're sifting through a bunch of garbage like that, going, "Oh, what what does that mean? You know, like what? Why?" And you're then you're burning time and energy that could be put to useful things because you're trying to make sure that everybody's happy. And one thing I was gonna say is, uh, you know. 
have you I, I know you you're a people pleaser like myself. Um mm-hmm. do you have you ever done the search like that and then had a positive interaction with any of these trolley guys? I have. Okay. Actually, so I th- I think that's that's actually kind of, I think like deep in my heart when when I go and I, and I and I comment back to people when I ask for like well, tell me how you can make it better. Like some, some, some were like this dude like wrote like in the third person, Johnny Lasagna says meh. And I'm like, well, I understand that like you're not like stoked on it, but like what, what, what is it not doing that like you're stoked on? I want like, I want that guy to write back and be like, well, I don't like that it, that it does this or, you know, it sounds like this. So on, on the 420 fuzz video that reverb did for us. So, um, for people who don't know, we did a, we we do a, a pedal. We release them in batches of forty two. Uh, it was made for for four twenty, so it's like a stoner fuzz, and it's you know it's very tongue in cheek. Like we're we're having fun with it, and uh, it's it's been doing very well. We're we we've we're about to release the third run, and uh, so I looked at at the reverb videos because like the 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 uh, the viewership is like through the roof on it, which is like awesome for us in reverb. Like we're very very happy, and it's overly positive uh feedback but someone went on there and was like this pedal sounds sounds absolutely terrible um the video is really cool though so I was, so i you know i wrote back i'm like i'd love to know more about what about what you know what what didn't do it for you in in the video so the guy actually actually took the time and wrote back and was like well i you know I really like that it doesn't do, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but like, you know, it doesn't do this. I was really, I'm really looking for a fuzz that does X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, you know, this one can do that. Like if you, you set, you know, sag your volume back a little bit on your guitar, it'll do that sound. I said, but you may want to look at our, our gray stash or our heliotropic that may do like this sound. And the guy wrote back like, cool, I'll check it out. Now, I don't know if it, it may or may not have turned into a sale. I, I, I don't exactly know, but. Just the fact that the person wrote back and didn't be like, "You're a piece of, you're a piece of garbage. Uh, you, you and all your pedals suck. They're, they're crap." Like the fact that he actually wrote back and gave an answer, that's that's that still walks away. I can walk away as as feeling good about that. Maybe it's not a win, but um, yeah, dude. Every I would say one out of every like thirty trolls. Um, you, I, you get to actually have a, a, a conversation and some of them, I, I think, I think they just don't realize that like, like you said before, we're going to go on and we're going to read that. Brian from, from small sound is the only person responding to that email. He's going to read that. Um, it's, 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 it's so much easier just, just to write a, a negative comment and, and walk away. And you said your thing. Um, I think it's cathartic for, for a person, I guess, to say that, but they're not thinking about the people who run the company at that. They're actually a human being and they care like that's VW doesn't really care that much that people don't like the way a GTI shifts that much. <laughs> you know, it's trying to shoot more people, more people like it, but people will go on and just say that they don't like a thing and walk away. People won't take the time that so much to be like, wow, I really like the way this thing does this. Um, I'd love to see more of that, but that takes more energy. It does. It takes it takes energy and time. And you know, I I the reason I asked about that is because, like you said, it's like one out of thirty, and I know that we kind of have a similar wiring. And you know, I I actually try to take the time, you know, on Instagram specifically because I've said it a million times, it's my favorite platform overall. Um, yes, same here. Um, but it's uh. 
what I what I've realized is that like a lot of people who followed me early on that you know they just know that I'm like a gear nerd and I like to post pictures of guitars and pedals that are both mine and things that I find on there that I that are interesting and blah 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 so on and so forth things related to the podcast it's just like this kind of melting pot of of me and guitars and and I think a lot of people are surprised when I've I've noticed a weird trend where somebody will comment something and then I'll reply to it. It doesn't have to be a negative or a positive or anything, but mm-hmm. I've had people comment things and then I reply and they're like, whoa, you replied. I'm like, yeah, that's what the whole point of this is, right? Is communication, isn't it? Like, they're like, well, I couldn't, I just, I, we don't have, you know, pages don't usually reply to me. Like, well, then that's, then they're making a mistake, you know? And I'm seeing yeah. a lot of these, for lack of a better term, you know, guitar meme channels that, uh, and I don't mean like the memes that are like original memes and stuff that are kind of funny and entertaining. I'm talking about the ones that are just like reposting, you know, Jimi Hendrix all day. And it's just like, oh, uh, yeah. It's like they're kind of annoying, right? Like it's, I, some of them are cool and some of the videos are cool, but like overall, and then you look at their, their bio and they're like, DM for advertising. And it's like, that's all that is. It's not a brand. It's not a person. Yep. It's, it's this weird thing, and I think that's why some people are shocked when you do take the time to, to reply. Um, it's it's really weird. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of people they like even even so you use use Tone Mob and Fuzzrocious as as examples. So it is it's our brands, and um, I think a lot of people don't even really understand. They may not really even understand what Tone Mob is, or that you have a blog, that there's a podcast, that. You know, it's, it's a multi-headed creature that, that does all these things. And yes, it is, and we're going back to umbrellas. It umbrellas so many, so many things. They don't actually understand, like, it's just you and you're running this thing and trying to build what Tone Mob is versus like what you saw there. Or even with Fuzzrocious, people tag Fuzzrocious and all these things. And I have to be like, uh, that's that's a really cool guitar, or like that's a really cool pe- you know pedal you made, but it's not a fuzz rush product. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, go to our website, just click it in 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 the bio. Like, we make we make effects. Oh, I had no idea. I thought it was just like cool fuzz things. <laughs> okay. I I wonder if All maybe right. that that's a and you know because this is something I think a lot about now. I didn't at the time, but. You know, maybe the, in retrospect, it was a bit of a misstep in branding on our part because it could be, um, it could be, what am I trying to say? Like misconstrued as some sort of generic hashtag. You know, uh, absolutely. I, both of us, and I, and like in, re- I've said this before. In retrospect, I would not have done called it Tone Mob or made the logo look that way. That was all just like my early efforts at like, I don't know, I want to do a thing, but I don't know what the thing even is. I think I'd like to do a podcast. I'll start with Instagram because that makes sense to me. And then yeah. <laughs> it evolved, which is great, and I'm I'm happy about it. But sometimes I, you know, when I'm talking to other brands about their branding, I am cautious of that stuff for the same reason. And I think we both have a little bit of that same... More people know what know that Fuzzrocious is a pedal company. It's a lot more obvious, but I don't know that. Uh, I think we both have that that kind of problem. It's not bad. It's just a thing. Oh, it's it's one hundred percent. And I, I definitely have thought many, many, many times over the technically ten years that we've been doing this that like, uh, 
I was like, we should, what if we changed our name? I'm like, oh, like when American Nightmare changed their name to give up the ghost, it didn't go over well. <laughs> like, or it's, I don't know. Like, and I love like the daylight, you know, super heaven dudes, but man, I love daylight better as, as a band name. Um, I'm sure they probably did too. I, it, it's anytime that someone has to change their brand's name, you, you're, it's a mega, mega, mega risk that you're going to lose so many followers because they, because people just don't, you know, the way, the way social media works. Like it's not an announcement where everyone like in 18,000 followers instantly know, Oh, Fuzzrocious is now, um, cat butt effects. Like <laughs> cool. Like, and then they see cat butt and like, Oh, that used to be Fuzzrocious. No, that's not going to happen. Like you, you're basically starting over. You, you are. And, so yeah, and- it's, we just have to go all in now and just just trying to educate people better about what what we are. It it is, and it's also like with you know people starting out. I'm always just like, really, like I know that naming is one of the most difficult things, especially when you're getting off the ground. But I I've told some people from the get go, like, okay, you're really small at this point, which is good. This is good because I think you've got this same uh, problem that I have, you know, or something like that. Like that now I can't go back. I can't change it. In retrospect, yeah. like. Like, I'm at the Tone Mob on Instagram, which is wonderful. I think I've said this before, but the only reason I did that instead of Tone Mob is because some lady who doesn't appear to really use her account very often has Tone Mob, which I don't I don't Weird. really know why. I don't know if that's, like, her name, some some twist on her name or what it is, but... Like, she meant to hit the M, and she hit B instead. Yeah. and She's a Tone Mom. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just appears to be just a, you know, regular personal feed. I don't look at it very much anymore, but sometimes I'm like, I should have just DM'd her and seen if I could go- get it, because I'd already, like, paid for the website and all that other stuff before yeah. I I'd, I'd thought about it, because I went, I, I before I thought too much about it, this was early, I'd already grabbed the Tone Mob because of her, and then went, maybe I should just DM her and and see if she I could buy it from her for a little bit. I'm sure she's not that attached to it, you know, type of thing. Um, and I, I just said, nah, it's okay. And, and where I'm going with that is there's a lot of brands that starting out have that same issue. Just try to get what you want, I guess. I don't know is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, we should start buying up all the, uh, like all the other, all the other brands, like the earthquaker devices, the JHS, (laughs) the, like just put those in front of everything in case. In case they choose to like change their their brands and be like, we can just sit on all of them. That's a wonderful idea. It's a mean idea. <laughs> I don't think they would care. I think they've got good tags already. They've uh, yeah, they've established. But um, I don't know where I was going with that whole story. My brain is not working. Um, we're I- talking about brands, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah. But- Weird stuff. Dude, let's uh let's let's straight up let's let's tell some people what from what our brands are are going to be putting out um like kind of like really soon. We should talk about that, shouldn't we? Beans as we're we're getting up we're getting up close, aren't we? Um Yeah, yeah. We've been teasing this and some of the inner, you know, the Tone Mob family guys, they they've they've known about it for a while, but due to a a bunch of things, it's gotten kind of backlogged. But and now is a good time to talk about it. When did we first start talking about what we have decided to call Typhon? Like, well, uh, uh, so uh, actually, seven, eight months, right, nine months ago. Uh, no, dude, it's been 
we're we're coming close to like almost a year and a half. No way. From the first time that we that we shipped something back and forth. Whoa. Can you believe it? No, that's bizarre. But I do remember that little box, like or that yeah, you know, because it had the two stump switches. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yes. Um. And uh, the, I mean the bong the bong ripper the bong ripper with the bong rippers. Um. That that was legit like a year before, and then we hit like kind of like a year of I think it was seven times I sent that back and forth with them when we were actually like legit tweaking it against against their rigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that something had popped up in like one of my feeds or something like that, and I was like, "Oh man, it's been it's been a year since we've been like working on this." Um, and I want to say we we sent we sent ours back and forth maybe close to seven times. Um, to like tweak the tone section and tweak the clipping and and uh that 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 I think the hardest thing for us was was that tone was was figuring out the sweep of that tone pot, right? Yeah, it was cuz um you know that it was getting it was so I guess we should explain what it does first before we go Oh, can I can I can I can I explain? Can I explain how this started? Y- go for it. Okay, so uh Blake Blake sends Blake gives me a call and he said I did something really stupid this weekend or this week or whatever. Uh and I was like, "Well, tell me all about it." Uh he's like, "I took all of my LPV1 uh which is like the old EHX boost, like this very simple little transistor boost. I took all of them that I have iterations of for like other companies and I put them I put four of them in a row." He's like, "It was the craziest sound." I was like, it was straight fuzz. It was all these things that I was like mixing around and, and I was getting all these like crazy textures that like you normally don't get from the normal boost. He's like, would you want to make that? <laughs> I'm remembering that right, right? That is, that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah. It, it was, yeah, like LPB ones in, it was a mix of LPB ones and EP boosters, which are basically, you know, mostly the same. Thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they they uh yeah i just i had five or six of them and i was just like i wonder what would happen if i slammed this one with this one and it was like whoa it was uh it was like i was it was like a really late night experiment i i was i was blown away with like what you could do by how you place the knobs and then we kind of spun out of control with uh with it and that's where the typhon came from and yeah so blake blake knew that he wanted he wanted uh, a big muff tone stack on there because obviously there's no tone with any of these boosts. So we want something to, to have, to have that. And we knew that a clean blend would be important for guitarists and bassists alike. Um, and that was definitely a win because man, like the textures that come out of this thing when you just dial in a little bit of clean is like, especially on guitar, like that chimey, that chimey like top texture that you get on it is is pretty fun and then um of course i wanted to screw it up and <laughs> um i took the the transistors in the first two stages and we there's a toggle so you can flip the orientation of the legs of of the transistor so they go backwards so basically it functions in a way that it's not supposed to function it starts to sound a little weird broken you get weird harmonic textures that that come out of it so basically went went made this typhon of of a of a beast that has four four you know cascading stages of of varying distortion 
that goes in, you know, and then you can change the way the first two kind of, kind of harmonically clip. Uh, it's this thing really, it, it, it came out even better than I think either of us even thought it would be. Yeah. And then it's got, uh, the, the, one of the things that we did, um, I remember you originally made it with a switchable germanium diode and yeah, it was like, I was like, I always just found myself just leaving it on. So it was just like this weird decision that we made but it's just like it's it's taken it for as simple as it is i've had a few guys play it and it, people do get a little bit confused about it and uh we're gonna try to make the demo video like very ex explan uh, explanatory ex whatever I didn't yes say that right um but it, it's really it's just because it can do so much and i i told people it can go all the way from like just a more better or -er, preamp type thing where it just adds some sparkle yeah. and some chime all the way to just like crushing and like yeah. oscillating and noisy in in the way that you would never expect something that simple and that uh you know that uh sort of something from those roots to do is very very surprising um yeah and i think we i'll, I'll tell you man we had um paul and i were were, were getting the guitar demo together um we shot on Friday and the two of us were smiling as we were like, you know, turning up stage one, turning it down, turning up stage two, you know, going through all those and then getting into getting into stacking. So like we did like we did a really, you know, like pretty plinky guitar playing and then we showed like from low gain all the way through high. Then we did much more like strummy, like strummy chordy playing. Um and then, then we, then we did like in a third session, uh, we put it into our heliotropic fuzz, which for those that don't know, it's, it's a really, I mean, it can, it can do low gain fuzz, but I mean, it's, it's a machine that's, that's just a ballsy, huge sounding big fuzz. We pushed the Typhon into that and had like insane results. Um, so like we, I can't, I can't wait for people to see, see what this thing can do because the fact that it sounds rad on quiet stuff, it sounds rad on, on just normal strummy cordy stuff. And the fact that you can use this to push into other pedals and like change what they're doing. It's, I can't wait to see what people do with this thing once they wrap their heads around how to dial in each of these stages. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to, I'd, I always like try to point out is like, it's kind of a, it can be, you can put it wherever you want it in your chain to just add whatever level of grit you need anywhere. You know, it can be in the, uh, I, I love using delays with effects loops. It works great in that situation. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's kind of just like a, we've, we, we've struggled really hard with what to call it because of its Swiss army knife type thing. Um, and I don't know. I still don't know if we've settled on what to call it. Like, a, I almost call, thought about calling it a gain workstation or something. I don't even know. We'll figure it out maybe before it drops. But it's coming. It's coming pretty soon. I'm. I'm. I'm excited. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. It's. It's. I'm. I'm glad we. I'm glad we got to to join the team to. Uh, you know, for us being you know friends and then become in in a small way like business partners to do to do something together. I think it's it's been it's been a nice culmination of of where you and I started to where we are now um, to make something together, man. It's, it's, I, I, I always, I always talk about how much, how important collaboration is. And I think it's what, what you're doing with, with Tomob and, and working, you know, bringing, bringing brands that, 
that your that your that your crowd doesn't exactly know, and then having those brands hype on their end to bring people to you. Um, it's it's just it's a win win for everyone. I mean, every 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 pedal that you've done has sold really really well. So I hope we can do the same for you. Yeah, I uh, I I think we will. I think I think we maybe will have to. I hope you know every every time you know some people look at this. And they're like, well, of course that's going to sell. And I, I've said that to people too. Like, of course that's going to move. But it doesn't matter when you're like invested in it. Regardless, every single person that I've ever talked to in this business, when when it's time to launch something, they're like biting their fingernails, myself included. Because like, uh-huh. what if people don't like it? Like you put all this work and this effort into it. And like, what if it just falls flat and nobody cares? That's like a, that's like a terrible feeling. So I've, every time I've done something, I've been on pins and needles like, I hope people like it. You know, I don't want people, I don't want to have to pour it all this thought in, into it and have it be not, you know, not something that people enjoy. Um, like even things that you I think, think that's, like, that's, that's every industry though, man. Think, think about like every, like, a, 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 you know, a, a car maker, uh, whatever, whatever, like, you know, you go to target and like whatever market, market, market pantry brand pancakes or like whatever you've got going, like everything that they're making they want people to love. And I think that's, I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss with, they, they don't understand, um, or, or maybe aren't sympathetic to, um, with these companies, um, like ours that you know, we, we, we put this thing out here because like we're in love with this thing and all we want to do is please people. Um, yeah, I, I hope, I hope people are pleased by it, man. <laughs> I, I, I think they will. It's, it's, it's really fun. And I, I think we've set a good expectation for it. You know, that's 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 the thing is I I don't want people to plug in and think they're instantly going to be able to figure it out. It's I think it's got something for everyone regardless of what you're doing, but I think you do have to, you know, dedicate a little bit of time to it to to really understand how it interacts with the rest of your rig cuz the controls are really interactive. If you set one of those knobs up higher or lower and don't touch anything else, it will drastically change how the whole pedals. Yeah. Um, you saying that made me think of, um, like Joe, Joe Anastasio from lone wolf will, will always talk about like, he doesn't, he doesn't do manuals for his pedals and all that stuff. And basically he's just like, and he'll tell people, it was like, F him. Like you, you, you get in there and play the pedal. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to go and turn those knobs until you find a sound that you like. And if you don't find a sound in 20 minutes, then you need to spend an hour or you need to go put it down and come back to it later. I think that's a good thing to think that I, I'm going to urge people that need to think about like, yeah, well, there's manuals for the stuff that, that Fuzzerocious does, but anything that, that, you know, that we're doing or that Tone Mob puts out in other collaborations, like you may get something with the pretense that you, that you think it's going to be something and you plug it in and it's something else, or you may not jive with the controls like the first time that you plug it in, but it doesn't mean it's time to flip it. Um, I think I think in this industry it's so easy to just drop your thing on reverb and be like, ah, I got this thing, I don't like it. You know, here it is. Or they don't say I don't like it. It's like, oh, I don't have I don't have room for it on my board or something, or you know, whatever the excuse may be. People need to spend more time with with the thing that they get. Because the fact of the matter is that nothing or not nothing, many things in in our in our industry ain't cheap. And everyone not everyone, <laughs> many people work hard for their money. So uh, if you're going to spend your money on something and you're taking a chance on it, like you should give it some time, you know? 
Yeah. Give 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 anything that you buy some more time, more than one band practice or five minutes playing in in your bedroom on your bedroom rig. Um, because well, yeah, you think think about the amount of hours that goes into somebody making something. They wouldn't be putting it out if it was garbage. Most people. <laughs> Most. Most people. Yeah. Not everyone. Most. Most. Many. People. Many. A lot. Qualifying terms. <laughs> yeah, we got to use those qualifying terms. Um, but yeah, I I wanted just to say thank you for for working with me on it, and if it you know all the brands that I've been fortunate enough to get to do stuff with, it's I never never thought that that was going to be part of the equation, and it's leading to some really really interesting places. This you know this being one of them. So hopefully we can do some more of that. There's there's always irons in the fire around here, but. Boy, we just did a big advertisement yeah, for man. the project, didn't we? Sure did. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty glowing. Hashtag paid uh, ad. No, man, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it too. You, you, I just think you should be more honest with people that you, you're only doing these collaborations so that you can make money. Yeah, that's 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 why. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> what, what if <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the most profitable way that I know to do it for sure. By that's that's the way to do it. Spend, yeah. spend a year split and a half. Your, split your money with another company. Woohoo! Well, and spend a year Rolling and a half figuring it, it out too. That's that's always a good a good thing to do. Just yeah. spend the most amount of time where you're absolutely bringing in nothing. That's that's the way to make money in this business. Woo-hoo. Hell yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, one thing I guess since we're doing the big paid ad spot, we got twenty three of them available. Yeah, is, 23 on first run. Which is also a great way to, to make money is by l- only putting out a handful. Um, I think we yeah. we we started with that a long time ago. We're like, let's do you know around 20 or so. And uh, yeah. I think we may have undershot ourselves a little bit, but you know, we we will yeah, we will put, in- we'll put more out if if you guys like them. That's but if if not, uh, this is it. So we'll find out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna make more, man. Um, I I I had a ball making these. Actually, they're super fun to actually build too. Um, so that's also like another exciting piece of this is, um, we we've really streamlined the process a lot. Um, so when Paul and I are building these, we're just like, oh, these are a dream to solder. Oh, these are a dream to make. They're a dream to put everything in. It's a uh, it feels really good to be making these things. I said after we after we made this video, uh, we definitely we definitely should have doubled or tripled what we made, man. Because this 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 whatever you want to call it, uh, what were you saying? A gear plat or a gain platform? Yeah, like, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, gain platform, gain workstation, gain something. I don't know. We we yeah, really should have had this figured it's, out. By it's now. awesome. <laughs> In fact, I, people should probably just buy two, so you can put one at the front of your chain and one at the back. You could get nuts with that. That would be very, very, uh, very versatile. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, we we've gone for a little while now, and we just we just did a whole big thing. Uh, I don't know if I've ever done that yeah. with any of the other releases. Where I was just like, "Here's everything about it." Maybe I should, so people aren't so confused. Um, but Dude, yeah, go. tell the story more often, man. It's I I want to know how these things get started. I'd love to know how. You know, like Joel made the Therme or like whatever. Like where where does where does it all start? Where does it go? Where how did it become the thing that it becomes? Yeah, man. What ins- what inspired you to make that sound? Well, you just need to listen to the 
two episodes ago, I think. And you'll find yes, out. Yes, two episodes ago. <laughs> Reprise. Joel Corte of Chase Plus Audio. Reprise. Yeah. There he is. Stroller blading. Just stroller Yes. Blading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, I, I know this. we've already answered this question, but since so much has changed since last time we recorded, what uh, is your is your pizza um requirements still the same or do you do you have a, a change in taste these days uh i think i talked about the pizza last time that i was on and i'll still stand by and say that the pizza from franco's on route 70 in marlton is still the most exciting pizza to eat because it has uh meatballs sausage ham and bacon on it mm. uh, with a little bit of red sauce gravy, um, just a little bit. And it's not, it doesn't, the only thing that's overpowering in is meat uh, and there's a <laughs> ton of garlic on it. Um, I think that's still where I'm at, man. I think it's still like the, the, the most fun, exciting pizza to eat. And uh, Sicilian pizza can, can go. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying not to curse too much. So, um, go. Yeah, man. Go, yeah, Mitza. Mitza is still where it's at. Mitza. I like the sound of that Mitza. That sounds unbelievably up my alley. So. Yeah, dude. Good times. Well, Ryan, w- you have anything else you want to plug uh, at the end of this here presentation? Uh, people should definitely give that f- the uh, the Typhon a a, f- a shot, and I think it's going to be worth every penny. Um, make videos with that thing because we want to see the videos so people, some more people can get this thing and, and, and see why they should have it too. And, uh, 420 fuzz. Um, I want to keep making more of these things, man. We keep ma- making them in batches of 42. I want to make more. So go see that and come see us all at, at Fear the Riff. Oh, yes. We will be there. Both of us. At New York. Yep. I'll probably, I'll be the guy wandering around with meat sauce all over his face. That'll be me. Which is the most attractive yeah. thing I could have, the most attractive picture I could have painted of myself. That's gross. Sounds good. I'll bring you some Crocs. <laughs> Thanks, brother. All right. Well, for Ryan, this is Blake. And as always, folks, good luck and good tones. So there you have it. Another episode in the can. Ryan is such a delight. And the whole Fuzzrocious fam is a delight. They're good, good times. And they're making fun stuff. So check them out if you haven't had the chance to. Fuzzrocious.com. That's pretty easy. Just Google Fuzzrocious. They're the only thing that's going to pop up. And if you'd like to dip your toe in the Fuzzrocious waters, the Typhon is available right now. Uh, I think it turned out really good. It can do a whole bunch of stuff, and there's a couple demos out there for guitar and bass with a lot of knob tweaking to try to show the whole range of what it can do. So it's out there at tonemob.com slash store right now. And if you just need more tone mob in your life you can always check out the patreon Uh, there's a tone mob patreon there's all kinds of good exclusive episodes that are coming your way a lot of uh, shooting the breeze with my good friend justin porter maybe some extended guest interview type spots if i can wrangle them it's all there tonemob.com slash patreon check it out until then i'll talk to you next week bye One last thing before we totally sign off here, I just want to remind you 
that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com Stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is ToneMob.com Stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunstreetWiringShop.com and check them out.